Welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and today we're talking about something that is timely for the holidays, and this is why can I not maintain my habits when I travel? So I give you a few insights into why you have a hard time when you're no longer in your natural environment, and then a couple tips about what you can do so that you can stick to your habits when you travel. This is a short episode, but super valuable in terms of content. I hope you enjoy it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and today I am going to be answering a question that I got asked um, last week from a dear friend who traveled over the weekend, and he has been working on solidifying some habits around nutrition and fitness, and he sent me a text, and he said, why can I not keep up my habits when I travel? And I was like, actually, this is a great question. Let me tell you why this is so hard. So first off, right off the bat, if you're trying to start new habits, it's hard enough in your controlled environment, right? When you're at home and you're just going to work and doing all the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, change is already hard. So when you pluck yourself out of your environment, you throw in travel by car, by plane, you're staying with other people at hotels, you're doing things, going out to dinner, having fun. It's hard. It's really hard. So let's acknowledge the fact that once you pluck yourself out of your normal environment, it's going to be even harder to stick to these new habits that you are trying to create. So now we know that it's hard. So acknowledge yourself and let's make sure that we approach this with some self-compassion. Because one of the worst things that we can do is get down on ourselves because we are not able to follow through when we are not in our controlled environment. So that self-compassion piece is actually going to help you continue forward making progress even when you fall down. Because you cannot belittle or bully anyone into changing, including yourself. So if you go on this trip and you don't work out at all, you don't get your steps in, you eat like an asshole, you drink too much, and you say to yourself, Kylie, you are such a loser. You're never going to be able to do this. This is why you can't lose this weight. This is why this and all of this stuff, you're a bad person. That is going to make you stop. But if you say to yourself, okay, (laughs) that was hard. Maybe looking back, I would have done a few things differently, but I'm human. I'm going to start over. That's not a reflection of me. That's just some actions that I made. Those were some decisions that I made that next time I'm going to make a different decision. So approach it with self-compassion. Now, so the biggest reason is number one, you're, you, you don't have a plan, right? If you know you're going to be traveling, You need to have some sort of plan. It doesn't need to be rigid. I'm actually kind of against rigid plans, 
but what do you want this weekend to look like or this time away to look like? What do I need to bring? Do I need to bring workout clothes? Am I going to work out? Does my hotel have a gym? Am I going to be running? Like sometimes if I go on vacation and I want to exercise, I just take my running shoes. Even though I'm not a runner, I know that I can go out, I can jog, I can go for a walk, I can get some sort of movement in. So what do you want that to look like? Plan for a movement if that's what you want to prioritize. Do you need to pack some exercise bands? If you're traveling by car, do you need to bring a couple set of dumbbells, a kettlebell? There's lots of ways that you can take things with you. Maybe you have a TRX that you can, you know, it all depends on where you are in your journey and what's important to you, what you want to prioritize, but you have to plan it. I don't leave home without snacks. This doesn't mean that I plan on hitting macros when I'm on the road, but it does mean I have emergency tuna packets. I've got emergency protein bars. I have got um, oatmeal packets with me just because I don't want to get into a pinch where there's nothing available to me. Maybe some peanut butter packets, maybe some bags of almonds or mixed nuts. Plan to have snacks with you. Your mode of travel will also dictate what you bring. If I'm going on a road trip, like if I drive from Denver to Kansas City to visit my parents, I'll pack a cooler. And in that cooler, I've got turkey. I've got string cheese. I might have cottage cheese or yogurt. I've got celery. I've got those little um, laughing cow cheese wedges. I've got peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I've got rice cakes. Like I've got things so that when I stop and get gas, I'm not tempted to buy Doritos and Twix bars. I will get a drink, right? I'll get like a Diet Coke or something, a fountain drink. But I've got my snacks so that I'm not tempted to buy everything that I just said. Pizza, hot dogs, whatever. You, the, you, the gas station is full of fun foods. You know, the Doritos, I love myself some Doritos, but I also know that Doritos aren't serving me and my goals. Do I eat Doritos? Yes, I do. But I'm just helping you plan your oh, time away from home. You've got to have some sort of plan. Do you want to look for a gym nearby? So I was just in California. 24, 24 hour fitness is galore out there. So I could go to the gym if I so choose. So just look at what do I want to do? How can I plan this so that I am in a good position once I get back home from my trip. And, you know, if this if you're traveling for a vacation, maybe the intention of your trip is not to work out. It is not to, you know, eat really healthy. But if you travel for work a lot, if you travel frequently, this is going to be more important because it's all about your lifestyle. I'm not talking about losing weight. I'm just talking about you living a lifestyle that feels good. So you feel the way that you want to feel. And a byproduct of that is looking the way that you want to look. Now, reason number two that you have a hard time when you travel is you are not clear on what's important to you. This goes for overall, and this goes for your time away. So what is important to me? To me, my health is a top priority. So I will prioritize my health no matter what environment I find myself in. If you are going on vacation, if this is some sort of destination where there's great food, exciting cocktails, you're with your friend and the intention friends and your intention is to totally relax, enjoy all of the local food, decompress and experience everything, then fine, go do that thing. 
lay on the beach every day, lay by the pool every day, drink all of the cocktails, go do all of the things and have all of the fun and don't worry about your nutrition or your fitness. If that is your priority, but if you want to prioritize it somewhat, then make sure you do that. Again, a lot of this depends on what's the intention of the trip. If the, Is this just a work trip where you want to go about your daily life as much as possible? Or is this a vacation that you've been looking forward to and you've been working really hard and you, you've been following your nutrition routine? If you're new to this, a lot of times it's just about keeping that momentum up. So while I would never dictate that anyone goes and works out on vacation, if you're trying to solidify a habit, just taking that dedicated time each day, every other day to move your body is going to help you solidify that habit once you get back home. Now, the third reason that you struggle when you travel is you're only focused on this present moment. It's easy to get wrapped up in what you want right now. I like to think about how do I want to feel when I come home? Do I want to feel bloated, heavy, regretful, disgusting? Do I want to feel like I weigh 10 pounds more? Or do I want to feel great, well-rested, like I didn't skip a beat, like my digestion is on par? That's how I typically always, I always want to feel that way. And I keep that in mind when I travel, when I go on vacation. And this is what truly keeps me in check. I just know what it feels like to come back and feel like, I hear it from clients all the time. Oh, time to get back on track. You can't get off the track. You're on this track. How fast you go, that's that's where you have control. So as you're planning this trip, think about how do I want to feel when I get home next week or in three days, Sunday night, Monday morning? And then your actions, will you want to align them with how you want to feel once you get home. So this is an instance really of delayed gratification. In the moment, you might want to have that fourth margarita. But when you think about getting on the plane the next day, you might, your wise, loving caregiver might pipe up and say, Kylie, that is that is not the best choice long-term. And that's what we're doing. We're just allowing that wise, loving caregiver to take over. That's our slow thinking brain, our mature brain. Reason four, and this is another huge one. If you struggle when you travel, there's a really big possibility that you are focused on all or nothing thinking, right? Well, if I can't get my workouts in at the gym like I want to do them, then I'm not going to do them at all. Well, if I can't hit my macros perfectly, what's the point of even like paying attention? No, because there's so much more you can do in between that from nothing to getting perfect workouts, from doing nothing to hitting macros on point, right? Think on a continuum. What can I do? That's the question you want to ask yourself. What can I do? Okay, no gym around. You're in Hawaii. You're staying in a hut. No gym around. Depends on where you're at in your journey. I might take a whole week off and focus on steps. I might pack exercise bands. I might do bodyweight workouts. I might go for a jog. I might do yoga. All ways to move the body that are not, not doing anything, but also not 
my normal strength training program that I would do in the gym. What about the food? You can't hit your macros. There's no way you're going to be able to get enough protein. That's okay. Can you try and eat protein at most of your meals? Can you eat as many vegetables as possible? Can you, this is one that people forget about, eat slowly and until 80% full. Eat until you're satisfied and not stuffed. Then you can eat anything that you want. Same thing with, with alcohol. Maybe you don't want to abstain 100%, but set some upper or lower limits on the day. Like I'm not going to have any more than two cocktails at the pool. Or one thing I do, and you know, this might sound silly, but it's really how I navigate holiday or navigate vacations that are in like tropical climates by the pool or like at Vegas. Who doesn't love like a strawberry daiquiri or a margarita or a pina colada? I'll say, okay, Kylie, we can have one of these mixed fruity drinks that are full of sugar, but we love them and it's part of the experience. And then after that, it's vodka sodas, right? So one fruity fluffy drink full of sugar, and then the rest is vodka sodas. Sometimes I have one day where I don't give a shit what I drink. And then I'll drink however much I want to drink. And then the rest of the time I don't. Or I say, okay, we can have two cocktails per day. It all depends on who I'm with, what my priorities are, where I'm at in life, and how I want to feel when I come home and what the purpose of the trip is. But you can do this too. It doesn't have to be 10 drinks a day or no drinks, find something that works for you. The best thing you can do really is get out of this all or nothing thinking because all or nothing thinking typically ends up in nothing. And then finally, the fifth thing is, as I mentioned in the beginning, like you're in the process of change. You're in the process of learning how to live this new lifestyle. And that's okay. Like I said, if you're struggling in your normal controlled environment, of course, it's going to be more challenging when you don't have your kitchen available, when you don't have your well-stocked fridge available to you, when you're no longer on your schedule, on your time, when you're surrounded by other people with different priorities, but you don't have to get it perfect. Every time you have a trip like this, work vacation, whatever we can get away. It's an opportunity to practice who you want to be. It's just practice. It's not going to happen just like that. You say, I want to be a healthy person, but you don't just say it into existence. That is step one. I want to be a healthy person. You got to back that up with action. So what does that look like? Sometimes we have to act like we're literally pretending to be that person. Maybe like Kylie who doesn't care doesn't worry about this stuff. But if I pretend to be Kylie who cares about health, what would Kylie who cares do? Well, she would get that grilled chicken salad instead of the fried chicken nuggets. She would limit her alcohol. She would make sure she moves her body today. You may not feel like that person yet, but you are becoming that person. So allow yourself to practice. Each time you, you travel, you get to work on this. And look at it like that. Don't expect to get it perfectly. And don't beat yourself up when you fail. Like it's going to happen. So let's just get it out there. You're going to have some bad ones. But that's going to just solidify 
who you want to be because you're going to come back home and you're going to say, I did that thing. I did that thing that I do. What am I going to do next time? And so long as you can remember, then the next time you can implement. But you can do this. With these five things, you can work on improving your habits even while you travel, because it all boils down to like, who do you want to be and what is important to you? Get really clear on your priorities and on your values. It's not so much about you knowing what to eat, what to order at the restaurants, right? You'll know that if you understand what's important to you. And from there, the decisions start to make themselves. So I just encourage you to really like dig a little bit deeper. Um, this is this is one of the things that we talk a lot about in Lift to Get Lean and Revive. It's all about knowing how to manage yourself better. So you have to get to know yourself better. Imagine if you were your own employee. You can't just willy-nilly ma- manage someone. You need to understand what motivates them, what gets them to take action. It's the same thing with you. And I will just reiterate one more time. Being a bully to yourself does not inspire change. So just keep that in your back pocket. Self-compassion is where it's at. Thank you so much for tuning in. Maybe you'll find this helpful over the holiday as maybe you're traveling to other people's houses, staying in weird places, not having access to a gym. Um, And we're going to start the new year in a great position, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I hope you found this episode helpful and in the show notes, I have included a few ways in which you can support the podcast. I don't like to put a bunch of ads in the actual podcast because I know as a listener how annoying that is, but I do have um, affiliate links to a few things, Outwork Nutrition Supplements. I use their pre-workout and I also use their recovery drink. That is my daily dose of creatine. Of course, my Glow Pro Self Tanner, that is what keeps me nice and bronzed even in the winter i absolutely love that product it's easy to use i never turn out splotchy or orange and it doesn't smell funny it does not get on my workout clothes and then of course beauty counter my tried and true you know um makeup skincare and all of that it's a great way to reduce your environmental toxins our products are safer but they also perform and then finally element electrolyte drink So I drink Element every single day. They come in little packets. It spices up my water because I truly have a hard time drinking water. But also you need more than just water to stay hydrated. You also need electrolytes. So check out all those links in the show notes and I'll talk to you next time.